When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben, here with our auto editor, Scott. Scott, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Thank you, Ben. Hey, no problem, man. I'm, I'm here for you. I've got, a, <laughs> I've got a, actually a, an interesting question today, one, one that I think might really uh, apply to, to uh, some of our listeners and certainly has applied to me before. All right. Sounds good. Okay. What, what have you got? Right, you ready? Not anytime. Okay, used cars, but not just used cars. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't curse on the airwaves, so we'll just call them <laughs> lemons. Sure. How about that? Okay. What What is a lemon car? Well, first thing I have to say is I, I think lemon laws actually pertain to new vehicles. I don't think it's a used vehicle that, uh, that can be considered a lemon, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be able to purchase a, a lemon vehicle from a manufacturer after they've made the necessary repair, but I think a lemon actually... Um, it has to do a lot to do with the warranty and the, the uh, you know the original warranty from the manufacturer. Oh, okay. So reasonable amount of repairs expected. That yeah, kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's um, not every state is the same. They're all different. That's okay. uh, that's one thing you know probably learned is that they vary from state to state, and it's not a specific formula. There's no um, you know three repairs you know for the same item. There's not um, any kind of limit to what they can do. Uh, but you know, you you can also use that information to build a case, I guess, when it kind of you know when it finally gets to that point that you know mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of driving this car, I've had the same problem five times or mm-hmm. four times or whatever, and it's a safety hazard. I want you to either you know I I need this fixed. What are you going to do for me? Okay. That's that's when it gets to that point. Really, the lemon laws I think are a um, a point where that's kind of like the last part of the whole equation. There's uh you know the chance th- there's all this opportunity up front for the manufacturer to make everything right. And you know that's good. They they deserve that, I guess. You know the the right to uh, you know bring the vehicle back, make the repairs that are necessary to make it drivable or you know reasonably well safe. It should be very safe. So yeah, they, the the lemon laws are the very last part of that, really. Oh well, okay. Well, uh, I guess then logically the first part would be you take your new car home, and the next morning or something, you get up to about thirty five miles an hour somewhere, and then it it starts chugging. 
mm-hmm. or something like well, that. Yeah, something like that. I mean, if it's the same thing again, whatever happened to the vehicle, you know, previously, mm-hmm. um, and you're, you know, you take it back and it's the same problem. Your experience is the same situation. You take it back and they can't repair it, or they do repair it and say it's all taken care of. You take it home and then it doesn't have to be the next day. It could be, it could be months later. It could be, mm-hmm. you know, several thousand miles later when this happens. You know, if you continually go back for the same repair under warranty and it gets in the way of the drivability of the vehicle, uh, you know, it's it's in the shop for 30 days or more, and that's wow. that happens. It really does. I've seen it happen before. And um, that there's a point where they have to, to make it right, and they can either do that by uh, the manufacturer can make it right by either buying the vehicle back from you, which is, uh, you know, paying you for your, your cost, your, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you paid for that vehicle, or they can... Um, they have a chance to replace the vehicle. They can give you a brand new vehicle. I don't even know if it has to be the same exact type or not. I think they can, it's kind of flexible. You know, we can give you this or we can get you into this model, you know, if you don't like that other one. Uh-huh. There's a little bit of flexibility, but they do have to make it right. As you said before, we when we speak about these things, we need to be very careful uh, and make sure that we speak in, in broad terms because, as you said, state laws differ. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's right. And neither one of us are lawyers. Yes. So we, <laughs> as far as we're even, or even close to that. Yeah. I don't it, think you know. I, I started. Uh, I started an internet quiz, but I don't. I don't think that qualifies me. <laughs> no, I don't think so. To represent no. us, that's um, more than I've done. Hey, man, I will. I will send you the link. So it sounds like the description we have so far is good, and they're kind of characterizing these laws as a set of state-specific guidelines for the last resort of a consumer. Yeah, that's right. It's it's the very last resort, I guess, for the okay. consumer is that, you know, they say, well, I'm, I'm not happy with this vehicle. It's not meeting my standards sure. or, or even just the standards of the manufacturer. You know, this is to provide a working automobile for what you've paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, you have to remember that they have to have that reasonable amount of repair attempts, and that's that's kind of a, a gray area I see. You know, when you have that okay. reasonable amount. It could be anything. They could say, like, well, it's not a safety issue, so you know we we've we've done our best we've we've you know sure this this repair attempt is stretched out over two years right but uh, it's nothing that you know is is putting you in danger um you know it's an inconvenience of course but mm-hmm. um you know if it was like seat belts or something you know let's say you get in the car and the airbag continually blows on you when you you know turn <laughs> the, that would be something that you, you'd want that taken care of immediately sure. and never to have it happen again i see i see the gray uh, by, area. yeah there's yeah. a gray area it depends on the situation it really is a case by case. And the judge, or mm-hmm. arbiter, I think, an arbiter, mm-hmm. uh, can decide what's what's right and what's wrong. You know what this reminds me of, Scott? Uh, when I think, I'll embarrass myself again here uh, in, in the span <laughs> of one podcast. I, I think it was the James Joyce book Ulysses came to the states and was originally banned, and ultimately, now now again, I'm sure our listeners will tell me the real story if I'm getting this wrong. Um, ultimately, the the court passed a ruling about what is and is not pornographic. And the ruling ultimately, I think, became in favor of Ulysses because we can read it in this country now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you hear people say, I know it when I see it. Kind oh, of. Yeah. And, and it seems like that ambiguity has led to some of the differences in Lemon laws. I was I was really interested when I found out that the answer to everything basically depends on the state in which you buy the car. So if you live in Florida, and Florida has different, uh, you know, a statute of limitations maybe, or different things qualify for a lemon vehicle, mm-hmm. but you purchase that vehicle in Georgia, then you're, you're kind of out of luck, depending on how those laws interact. Wow, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, when, 
that's pretty interesting. I, I did know that if you you know take that vehicle across a state line, that they would uh, would change mm. you know what uh, what ruling affects your vehicle. Well, that's that's where I was wondering too, because it says in some states you have to have a lawyer, in some states you know it's different. Mm -hmm. But the the answer to a lot of the detailed questions, as far as I understand, depend on the the state you purchase it or register your vehicle in so i guess if you buy a vehicle but register it somewhere you know there's some yeah, there's some play saying. there there's some yeah, a little bit of ambiguity in that uh -huh. um one thing you know i wanted to I, I don't think i mentioned it earlier i'm sure i didn't was that um there is there is kind of a uh, a fee or a uh, price i guess that the uh, that the person who owns this supposed lemon vehicle has to pay back to the dealership when uh, when the law is finally enacted, I guess. I'm not sure if I'm even saying that right. What I mean is if, if a vehicle is determined to be a lemon and, uh -huh. it's, and it's purchased back from you know from the, the purchaser by the manufacturer, you have to pay for the use of the vehicle for the time that you did have it. So let's say you drove the car. You know, it's still under warranty. Sure. But let's say you're, you're buying or even leasing a vehicle and you've driven 10,000 miles. You know, while this problem is happening, or six thousand miles, or whatever, five thousand. There's a there's a, a formula that they use to determine how much that mileage is worth to them, or how much of the vehicle that you've, I guess, used up, if you want to call it that. Uh, so you're pay you you are responsible for paying them back that amount, hmm. kind of making it right, I guess. You know that you can't have free use of a vehicle for two years. And then expect okay. them to be replaced with a brand new vehicle. Sure, I, I understand. I know it's, it's not, that's ridiculous. It is. It what is. I think. Hey, okay, well, <laughs> you're, you're probably right. But well, uh, I, I'm probably one, not a car. One other thing, though, is that the uh, the manufacturer is responsible to pay for um, taxes, license, registration, other things like that. Or if you had any um, towing that maybe had come up during the uh, okay during the problem. So you know, there's it's a give and take, I guess, in this situation. You know, there's. Mm -hmm. Some things that the owner is responsible for, and some things that the manufacturer is responsible for, and um, I would guess in most cases it kind of balances out. You know, it makes it makes mm -hmm. it fair. Well, here's here's a question. Then I was I was under the impression when we began this podcast that lemon cars were used. It sounds as though the majority of them mm -hmm. are new, and only maybe a few states have car laws that also pertain to, I guess, leased or, or used vehicles. Are there lemon laws for things that are not cars, you know? Mm. Is, is well, there I, I don't like know. a boat I mean, or a motorhome? I'm not even sure about that. I yeah. would think that they would, I think the motorhome would probably fall under something like okay. that. I don't know about boats. I I mean, uh, <laughs> sink or float. I don't know what. Yeah, uh, yeah right. You, know, you have two choices. So. That's, that's probably um, true. Let's see. Trying to, I just don't know. I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if a yeah. boat would fall into that or not. And I guess if somebody purchased uh, a celebrity or a very wealthy person purchased a, a jet of some sort, mm -hmm. probably lemon laws don't really enter into the. Conversation. I wouldn't think so. No, they would probably would just replace that at uh, uh -huh. no question for the. Uh, you know the uh, publicity. One one thing we should say also is that these laws are in place to protect the consumer. Okay. Um, it's so that you know they don't uh, the the manufacturer doesn't put out a a, um, a subpar product and you know yeah. just say enjoy it and you know that's your problem once you purchased it. But they do protect the consumer and uh, you know gives us a chance to say you know something's not right with this. You, you make it right mm -hmm. one way or another. Either I I uh, you know I get a new vehicle from you that that behaves the way it should or um you know i'm going to another manufacturer with my money without a crystal ball or any other kind of predictive powers on my part i'm probably more than 70 percent certain that someone has tried to get an additional award in the court for 
you know, emotional trauma oh, I'm sure. or, or something yeah. like that. Right? I'm sure. I'm positive that's happened. Hey, I got one quick story yeah. that, that this reminded me of because I saw this years ago. All right. This is when I lived in Michigan, in Detroit. So, you know, there's a, uh, a huge car culture there. This person had parked, and it wasn't a, an American-made vehicle. It was a, uh, it was a German vehicle. Let's just say that. Okay. It's parked um, right at the end of a driveway on a busy street, very busy street. This is right near where I used to live. One day, <laughs> going to work, and I see this car. It's parked right right down by the road again, you know, nose out, and it has giant yellow poster boards surrounding it, nearly surrounding it, that say, this car is a lemon in big, bold letters. And they even went so far as to have, um, they had bags of lemons hanging from the mirrors <laughs> on the, you know, the side mirrors. They yeah. had bags of lemons laying against the, um, against the wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, they had just assorted lemons kind of scattered all over the vehicle. They had them, you know, placed on top of like the windshield wiper area, you know, lining across that, um, stuffed anywhere they could really, like on the front grill, they had a few of them balanced up there, but they were trying to make a statement that, you know, Hey, there's a problem with this car and they're not taking care of it. So weird. Yeah, it was really strange. That's the only time I'd ever seen anything like that. Yeah, um, that's 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 strange. Yeah, it caught my attention. I'm sure you know. I don't know thousands of other people that pass that vehicle. I, I don't know if you would. <laughs> I mean, it, it has to play into your psyche when you're when you're looking for a new vehicle. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I think I remember seeing that model, and there was a problem. So you know, it's it's bad bad publicity Definitely. for the, yeah. uh, the manufacturer. That's for sure. I, I have uh, one question that I thought was pretty important I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific point um, where individual reports of lemon cars for a specific model trigger something like a, a mass recall? Or, you know, the uh, we talked about the Edsel before, which was notoriously... Mm-hmm. Poor performer, yeah. It right, had a lot yeah. of problems, we'll say yeah. that. Um, well, I think internally they kind of determined that Hey, we've got a you know we've got a problem with this. We'll investigate it first. They they pay attention to every one of those that mm-hmm. that um, you know, gives them problems internally. There's a lot of investigation going on, and, and if if it's a repeat offender, you know this mm-hmm. part or this this symptom or whatever's happening, uh, they definitely pay attention to it because they don't want this evolving into something bigger. And they try what the what they normally do is they try to find the simplest fix for something like that. So you know they uh, they put. Well, the best minds right there at the headquarters on it, you know, and, or you know, wherever, you know, if they know somebody that has a fix, they they listen to that, of course, as well. They they try to figure out the best way to get around this so that you know it doesn't require a mass recall. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you know, it's if it's not a safety issue, you know, they they send out a, a notice that you know, bring your car in, we'll we'll repair it, you know, we'll mm-hmm. make this repair for free. Um, and it'll prevent this problem, or they, they probably don't say it'll prevent this problem, but right. bring it in, we'll take care of this for you. And and by agreeing to bring it in for that free like, repair, you also agree not to bring a lawsuit. Yeah, that's right. Those are those those notices that I've mentioned here: technical mm-hmm. service bulletins or service bulletins. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that you can bring the vehicles in and have them taken out. You know, yeah. taken care of. Just make sure that you're uh, you're safe. Hey, I got a I've got a pretty good idea. You want to hear it? Well, yeah, love All it. All right. What if we close with this topic by giving our listeners some tips about how to handle a suspected lemon car, you know? Tips? Well, yeah, yeah. For instance, uh, if you <laughs> if you think your car might be a lemon, what do you need to do? Because what do most people do wrong, right? Of course, mm-hmm. I'll just assume mm-hmm. uh, that they wait until it's too late. Oh, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Well, first, I mean, if you notice anything, take it in right away to the dealership. Take it to, um, because, you, you know, again, you're, you've got a new vehicle, it's under warranty. Yeah. Take it to the dealership and have it everything documented. That's that's huge. Documentation is big in this because mm-hmm. if it ever does progress to the point where there's a problem, uh, where you need to enact these lemon laws or you need to kind of investigate a little further, 
the documentation is what's going to you know help you out in the end. So definitely do that. Make sure that you know the place you go to is certified. You know, of course, if you're going to a, a dealership, you know, a, a manufacturer's operated facility, right. um, you shouldn't have a problem really. But, okay. But don't don't neglect something that you know for too long, especially under warranty. There's no reason to just take it in and have it checked out. Even if it means you're not going to have your car for a day, get it taken care of. Before it's too late. That's late, right. <laughs> late, late. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Scott, thanks so much uh, for coming by to explain some of this to me. I've never had a lemon car. I, I hope you haven't, have you? Uh, you know, I think you would know if you had one. Yeah? Yeah, I think you would. Well, yeah, we, so. we have both lucked out, and hopefully our listeners have as well. But for any listener who wants to find out more about lemon cars, used or new autos, or anything related to cars at all, please check out HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.